Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bombas socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash Wondery and use code Wondery for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash Wondery, code Wondery. This podcast is supported by FedEx. FedEx offers fast delivery, more visibility, simple returns, and weekend home delivery to 98% of the U.S. population on Saturday and 50% on Sunday. With FedEx, you get picture-proof of delivery, ensuring you always know where your package is. Returns are simple with packageless and paperless returns. Plus, FedEx Ground is also faster to more locations than UPS Ground. See the FedEx service guide for delivery information. So, what are you waiting for? See what FedEx can do for your business. Absolutely, positively, FedEx. Welcome to the Nerdist Podcast number 427, at midnight is currently on the air. Uh, watch it on Comedy Central every night, Monday through Thursday. Well, that's not every night. It's just Monday through Thursday. Okay, four out of seven nights. All right, that's more than half. After Colbert on Comedy Central, it is on at midnight, 11 p.m. Central. Uh, but we couldn't call it at 11 p.m. Central because that's just not as catchy as at midnight. So there you go. Uh, check it out. Our comics uh, coming up. Um, Ron Funches, Pat Oswalt, June Diane Raphael. Check it out and then tweet us at midnight on the Twitters. I would like to thank Squarespace for sponsoring this episode of the Nerdist Podcast. Uh, Squarespace is essentially the all-in-one platform that makes it easy to create your own professional website or online portfolio if you need to. If you're given a presentation, a prezzo, as they probably call it in Australia, because they make words cuter there. For a free trial and 10% off, if you go to squarespace.com, you're going to use the offer code NERDIST10. Um, they're constantly improving their platform with new features. There's so many new features, so many designs, even better support. Their support team works 24 hours a day, seven days a week. And I assume a lot of you, especially if you're building a site on the side, you're going to be working at like 3 o'clock in the morning and, uh-oh, something happens where well, you can call them and you don't have to worry about it. So you start a trial with no credit card, start building your website. When you decide to sign up for Squarespace, make sure to use the code, offer code NERDIST10 and get 10% off to show support for the Nerdist podcast. I'd like to thank Squarespace for their support. This episode is Nikki Glazer and Sarah Schaefer who are on Nikki and Sarah Live on MTV Tuesdays at 11 p.m. Um, Sarah, I didn't really know very well. Nikki, I've uh, kind of known for a long time. We've done stand-up together a lot. But both absolutely hilarious and and wonderful, wonderful comics. So uh, watch their show, enjoy this podcast, and then picture us all just hugging you together in one big pile. Would you like to be in a big Nikki Sarah Hardwick hug, Katie Levine? Katie's nodding her head. And not in a sarcastic way. She's nodding in a very sincere, that sounds nice. That sounds really nice. Uh, by the way, you should follow Katie on Twitter at KT underscore money. At KT money. Why the underscore? What? What? Who took it? We gotta yank that back from their grubby mitts. At KT underscore money. And follow Nikki and Sarah on Twitter as well. Uh, Sarah Schaefer, Nikki Glazer with an S. And here's the Nurse Podcast episode number 427. Now entering Nerdist.com.
we recording? Great. A grueling shoot. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, no. Guys, what do Neve and Max smell like? <laughs> uh, Deception. No. Uh, yeah, they're nice they guys. smell like Axe body spray. <laughs> That's what I picture. Thank you. <laughs> See you guys. We're done. We're done. <laughs> no, come back. We have more to say. Spray. I don't even know. I don't think I've ever smelled... It, I don't have either. Smells you, like dragons. I've smells, smelled. I've not a real axe. I've, you know I've smelled guy, real axes more than I've smelled axe body spray. You know when a guy is wearing cologne that you can taste mm-hmm. that is that strong. That's it's usually axe. Yeah, and so does it. Um, does it make you uh, uncontrollably want to tackle a gentleman? Right. Mm-hmm. Is it somehow? Mm-hmm. It makes you disrobe immediately. No. Yeah, that's it's what like a tear gas. That was a question we wrote for the uh, for at midnight was uh, Axe Body Spray's Twitter account tweeted what they're gonna miss about summer. Yeah, and you had to guess what it was gonna be, <laughs> and the answer was jorts. <laughs> jorts. <laughs> jorts. Yeah, yeah, because I think I think I think all guys, you know, especially like the nerdier dudes, really hope that there's some magical formula that goes around a lady's higher brain functions and right to her lizard brain ergo <laughs> yeah. pants where she just can't control it because it's a good science. Yeah, those, the right. commercials, I mean, that's what the commercials are. Yeah. Because you if know. you can't woo someone with a personality or like, you know, just being cool mm-hmm. or whatever, then then obviously you use science to manipulate yeah. their yeah. animal brain functions. I think the key is that you don't smell bad. <laughs> Like that yeah, is that's good advice. If that's what you need to do to not smell bad, then you should do. I that. bet it smells good. I bet you. I. I, it's I would too be, much. If, if the right me. guy was wearing yeah. it, I would be like, it's fine. Like yeah. a, a, a light mist. Of a light it. dusting. It's just the problem that they just douse themselves in it. Yeah. But it. But the movie Porky's led me to believe that a lady <laughs> likes to smell a gym locker room, and then that gets her really turned oh, on. Oh wow! No. You know they've done studies though that if you smell like. Uh, a bunch of guys like sweat in a bunch of shirts and these girls smelled the sweat shirts and and they picked which one appealed to them the most and it was always pretty much always the one that they were physically attracted to as well it like lines up guys Mm -hmm. science you cannot argue with it interesting Mm -hmm. i there's certain smells that i'm like ooh, like just if it, if I can tell it's an expensive cologne like Joe Malone or something, oh, uh, like I mean if there's just a faint scent of it, that's mm-hmm. that's attractive. I also love the the combo of weed and um, laundry detergent together. <laughs> I'm like, it's a guy who's like responsible but like likes yeah, to, like, like take he washes his clothes but <laughs> yeah. he's chill yeah. about I've it. I just looked at the list of uh, <laughs> names of accents. Oh god, oh, god. Yes. accents. Uh, I bet voodoo. Just- Capri Sun flavors as well. Hypnotic. <laughs> Phoenix. Surfer cooler. Adrenaline. <laughs> cool Ranch. <laughs> Apollo, Kilo, Phoenix, Tsunami, or Maniac. Is one of them called Let Me Ask You a Question? <laughs> Conviction. Please. Please. <laughs> Touch Unlimited. Click or Clicks with an X. Touch Unlimited. Touch unlimited. Yeah. Oh my Dark God. Temptation. That's a good one. It's a chocolate oh, yeah. smelling fragrance. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh. Is that really? Yeah. Yeah. Advertising implies that because women like chocolate, they will find men who smell of chocolate is irresistible. Sad. Is there one called Saxy that just smells like brass? It's like a brass. There should be. A brass, the brass section of a band of an orchestra. Marching <laughs> band. Which you apply, it's just well, a there is small a... tuba that you just have to blow back onto yourself. There is a axe anarchy for her. For her, oh, yeah. anarchy. Yeah. Finally, something so. for the finally something thanks, for the female anarchist. Well, when the dudes <laughs> wear it, then you are getting something out of it. You know, yeah. like you're getting insane. Right. You're just getting like 
super wet. And <laughs> it's just taking various ingredients from the anarchist cookbook and like getting their stuff. I feel like Axe stays in business because people spoof it so much and buy amounts of it to shoot sketches. And Like, who's yeah. really buying it? <laughs> just sketch groups in New York. sketch groups in New York. I remember my friends doing something and they had to buy like 11 cans of it and I was like, this is how they're staying in business. I it's, bet it's you. It's such a joke. I bet you it's one of those things that most people publicly mock, but if you went into their bathroom oh, yeah. cabinet, they would have a bottle of it somewhere. Yeah. Like, that's really dumb. I don't know if this works. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they make a good hair gel. I'm not going to lie. Well, I appreciate oh. your honesty. Yeah, you're, yeah. you're welcome. I appreciate that you didn't lie to me about that. No, well, I don't <laughs> care. Non- I'm not trying to fuck you. Non-essential. <laughs> Today. Yet. Um, Nikki and I have done stand-up together many times. Uh-huh. Uh, those were really fun. They were really fun shows. They really were. We were in Nashville at Zanies. And then you had to become a headliner. <laughs> yeah, it was really fun in. opening it up for you. You bring out good crowds and, uh, and you're fun to work with, which is when you're featuring on the road, it's like a gamble who you who you're gonna get matched up with, and I'm sure you know at, like what features they throw at you. Well, you don't. Uh, well, I've had, I've been having one guy feature for me a lot uh, lately. Uh, this guy named Chris Lamberth, who's based out of the East Coast, and he's just a really nice guy, and he's he, you know like vibe wise, it's sort of the same vibe. And the, but, yeah. But you you really don't know. But I, thankfully. I haven't. I don't really have a lot of horror stories of I was featuring and the headliner was like, "Don't do jokes about ice cream. Don't right. do jokes about you know. Yeah. Don't don't use the letter R like the crazy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there yeah. goes my ass. I feel like you know maybe more when stand up comedy was a lot more drug fueled and people were like crazy road dogs. That yeah, maybe that mm-hmm. happened, but I never really experienced. Yeah, I've that. only heard stories about people like, "Do your act for me right now, and let me see." <laughs> you know, where you're just in the green room, have to do your act. But <sighs> the the the. One time, Bobby Slayton once, and this reminds me of the Axe conversation. I was working with him in Tahoe, and he uh, he does walked he leave by me. Nevada. <laughs> what does he? Does <laughs> he doesn't he... leave Nevada anymore. <laughs> the bulldog stays in Nevada, <laughs> and uh, he uh, he walked by me. And he was like, "You're wearing too much perfume," and I was just like, "No one's ever told me that before." And, and uh, from that day on, I've never worn perfume. Really? Like, yeah. He changed the way. Like, oh I think I did two sprays that night, and now I go zero. I mean, <laughs> wow. It really. And then he was like, "Why do you keep doing that?" joke it doesn't work and i was like i don't know why like you know how you have like a mediocre joke that you're not really working on to make better but you kind of like it right but yeah but you like it but it's really not gonna get any better and it's just gonna do what it's doing and you keep doing it and you're like why am i was it did you feel like his approach was um usable tough love or was it just like why is he being a dick it was usable tough love i needed to hear that and it's it's since then i've been like yeah like why am if that's not getting laughs then why are you, you can't just always be doing it for yourself but sometimes you can. Yes. Sometimes you can. Yes. So yeah. I don't. Did you did you do stand up or was your your background? Oh yeah, more? I've done stand up. Uh, oh yeah, uh, I know I have seen you. I'm so sorry. That no, was no, a, that no, was a no. dumb question. I, I I'm a little under the radar because I've stayed mostly in New York and never went on the road and and only recently we did stand up on TV for the first time. So How was it? It was awesome. It was the John Oliver show on Comedy Central and um, it was everything I dreamed. Yeah, starting yeah. you know like starting stand doing comedy in New York is such a. I started in New York. It was gr- really tough. I shouldn't have done that. <laughs> <laughs> people, because people, if they see you early on and they don't think you're funny, it's very hard to change that opinion. It takes. Uh, a while. I'm talking about other comedians, mm-hmm. and it's like, not. And it's not who book fair. the shows and who make yeah. the scene and. Yeah, so I, I I recommend if you're trying to do comedy in New York, try to start at least a little bit for a year somewhere else. Start in Hoboken. A fe- start in a feeder yeah. city like uh, uh, you know 
Go to Austin or mm-hmm. Chicago or yeah. San Francisco or DC. Yeah. Denver's got a nice. Yeah, they Seattle. do. I mean, there's a lot of upstart stand-up scenes. Just get used to getting on stage yeah. there, and then kind of make and your then way. Go. Yeah, I just didn't know. I just I had I knew nothing. I'd never seen stand-up live before. I'd only seen it on TV. I just wanted to do comedy. I wanted to try improv sketch. I just wanted to make it in comedy, and so I came to New York just not knowing anything and just I mean it was a it was very messy at first (laughs) (laughs) and it really it really because I I had sort of a similar thing I think starting in Los Angeles I think starting in Los Angeles is way worse than starting in New York because there number one there aren't as many rooms where you you can disappear stuff out yeah and um and then the crowds are not as they can be um different than any other place where you would ever do comedy. So the skill sets you can pick up here are largely unusable if you plan on leaving. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. My 20 minutes on the Grove still kills. I mean, <laughs> yeah, it's true. It's like Blaine Capach used to say, local jokes get you local work. <laughs> Interesting. That's a yeah. good one. Are you, you going to, well, you, are you touring at all with now that the show's on the air? Not, Not really. really. It, keeps us, it keeps us in New York, which yeah. I am loving now because I was I was sick of the road. Yeah. It's so nice yeah. to just stay in one place. Isn't that nice to not mm. go, you'll get back and then. You start to take a deep breath, and you're like, I have to get on a plane again Thursday. Yeah, <laughs> and I it's, never and it's Sunday unpack. night. Yeah, yep. it's sometimes I'll do my laundry on the road because I'm like, oh, I know that condo has a washer dryer or whatever. Like, now I'm not staying in condos anymore, thank God. So the road's a, <laughs> a little bit nicer. You graduated, but um, yeah, it's it's just I don't want to go back out there. Colleges are great in and out, but like a, a weekend somewhere is. is I rough. stopped. Um, I I I. I, I before it was actually financially smart for me to do this, I, I would actually go and, and a lot of times lose money because I just would have to stay in a hotel that wasn't disgusting. Yeah. So that, because, you know, like you can get really tapped out performing that many shows and, you know, and so you don't, it's even more depressing to just go back to like a disgusting shithole with scum around the tub and, yeah. you know. Yeah. And, what could be come or whatever just on the wall like, it's like <laughs> yes. some of the condos are what hotel are you staying in <laughs> no I'm talking about condos no but that's at every hotel too no I know but at least they could be come but 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 at hotels they try to hide it in the condo it's just like man no it's yeah, yeah. it's it's gross I'm <laughs> I'm very happy to have graduated and hope to never go back to that. <laughs> but it always it's always looming there. Like if the, if our show doesn't work out, I'm like, I always just think I'm gonna have to go back to like driving places and staying at condos, which I don't think it'll ever be that level again. No, no, but no. At this point, now you've been on me. television and your shows, like people know you. Yeah, and, yeah. And so it's, I mean, I remember we we had lunch right before you started doing this yes, show. Yes, yeah. You're like, oh, we're trying this show at MTV. Yeah, mm-hmm. and you you gave us a, a great tip of doing an after show, which we we took and we did, and it was really it was it was fun. People love that's after your, shows. They, that's your tip yeah, now. They, yeah, that was my tip then. <laughs> <laughs> this was before. It was an online after show. Yeah. This was before yeah. the, uh, the glut uh, of mm-hmm. after shows. Okay. This was, yeah, uh, it was before that. It was yeah. probably like, uh, I don't know, two, two years ago? Because mm-hmm. uh, we met at, it was at, I was still working at G4 at the time because right. we went across the street to the Starbucks. But um, uh, yeah, this, so this was pre, like, everyone's doing an after show. Matt. Well, listen. At the time, <laughs> G4 was doing. Some would have called it visionary. G4, G4 did the Heroes after show. Remember that? No. Blair and Kevin hosted it? No. All right. Well, that was a thing. That was after show. Yeah. 
Yeah. So you're not quite. Why would you do an after show for a show that a lot of people really weren't watching to begin with? (laughs) That's the G4 strategy. (laughs) (laughs) We both worked there for a long time. We're well aware. Sorry, that was a really dumb question on my part. Um, So, how have you, you know, MTV has been through, it's really been struggling with its identity in the last 15 years. That it's really sort of become, because MTV is 30. Eight. <laughs> Not quite. No. No, they're 35. like 31, 31, 32. They oh, launched okay. in 81, I think. 80, 81. Yeah. So, uh, That's so, SNL. Sorry, they turned 38 today. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah SNL, SNL's that <laughs> old. But MTV's like 81. <laughs> and it, it, so it really, in a lot of ways, it is kind of like a 32-year-old guy trying to talk to 12-year-old girls sometimes. Yes. I can manage. Have you seen me out there? <laughs> <laughs> like, Come on. That is, it's you. Oh, my God. You're MTV, Matt. You're MTV. You're the soul of MTV. <laughs> I'm trying so, to find myself. So whenever they, do, whenever they actually do a show, like, you know, when they do stuff with you guys or when they did Human Giants, and it's like, I know... They're good. They're trying. They're really trying to just not give in to all of the Jersey Shore stuff. Yes. Where they really obviously made money, but just sort of, you know... Wasn't really. It, it really, wasn't the MTV that I grew up with. Yeah, mm. they're trying. <laughs> yeah, I mean they're very research oriented. Um, yes, they are very. They actually are pretty in tune with the demo. I mean, we talk about the demo more than I am comfortable with. I'm like, why do we just we're constantly talking about? When did the you demo? say the word demo? We call yeah. the demo demo yeah. Lovato because yeah. that yeah. is that's who they like. There. Yeah. yeah, demo Lovato. <laughs> that might, <laughs> might be a lesbian. We're not sure. Yeah, yeah. I mean, not, it could be anything. It could be. They you know. c- they've, they've been known to cut. But you don't know. It could be, yeah, Yeah. exactly. No, I mean, they're very in touch. So a lot of times they do know. I mean, they know more than I do about them. You know what I mean? And, um, but Nikki and I constantly strive to be ourselves and not just pander and, and to try and do a show that's smart. And, um, unfortunately, I think, I mean, this is true for not just our demo, it's true for everyone, I think, in America is that, Sometimes um, dumb wins out, you know, like just dumb programming um, all the time. And, um, (laughs) you know, you have to fight against that and do something that everyone will like. And that's what we try to do. And it's, you know, sometimes it's hard because it's like, well, our audience will think it's funny. Right. You know, so sometimes it's easy to be like, all right, we'll just make this really easy joke because we know they'll like it. Or then push harder. A lot of times, which didn't even occur to me is like, we'd be like, that joke's been done before. And they were like, our audience has not heard that joke. That's not cliche to them yet. Right. This will be the first time they're yet. hearing that that joke style format. of joke. Or right. yeah, so make uh, it. You get out introduce there, like, them to it, and I'm like, VCR no, it's, yeah. it's against. It's so hacked. as a comic, it's, it goes it's, against uh, your yeah. against your DNA yeah. because you're you're we're not allowed. We're not well. You're allowed to do it, but mm-hmm. you but our culture sort of dictates that you you're not supposed to. Do you do die that. inside a little bit when the easy joke gets a huge? Line? Yeah, but but if I think it's funny, I don't really care. Yeah, like we, I mean, if we I won't think do it's it. funny, if, if I don't want to, if it's not funny, I won't do it. I'm not going to plagiarize somebody. I mean, yeah. but if it's just a, a right, yeah, style of like joke it, that's yeah. done a lot, like I don't mind it if I think it's funny. Right, the way it's written or we, the topic it's about in a new way. You know, we just always try to put our own spin on it so that it feels original to us. I did not think we would get to do what we wanted as much as we've been able to. So they, they yeah. give you some creative. Yes. Oh, yeah. They've they, never they asked, like us. Yeah. They've never asked us to change who we are. Um, the, the argument becomes over like, you know, we'll want to do a Danny DeVito joke and they'll say, no, our audience doesn't know who Danny DeVito is. Yeah. That, that's that's more of where the arguments come from. I wanted for, we're doing a Halloween episode where we have to 
we wanted to do like a pop culture type uh, costume ideas, and I wanted to do uh, girl Fieri, which is like a, <laughs> a like a sexy guy Fieri. Yeah. But it, like our demo doesn't know that we'd have to explain who Guy Fieri really? is. Really, oh, I, I feel like they're pre- he's pretty Fieri. mainstream. Yeah, it depends on who you're asking. That's the thing. Is like all it takes is they one person <laughs> high up at MTV to go. I don't think they'll know who that yeah. is. The guy with the frosted tips. Yesterday, right. I, I took a screenshot. This really just sad screenshot on my computer of the lead singer of Smash Mouth tweeting at Guy Fieri without getting an answer. Hilarious. Yeah. Adorable. That's that's really funny. Or you could do um, Guys and Dolls Fieri where it's just like it's a Guys and Dolls but everyone looks like a bouncer uh, from Nebraska. Yeah. (laughs) Bouncer from Nebraska. Oakley's on the back of the head. Middle America bouncer guy like Fucking frosted tips, you know. It's like, yeah, the that's great. Barbar tattoo, the, the shirt with the flames on the. Yeah, screen. that's a, that's you need that. By the um, way, that is not, and I find that I have to start making these types of disclaimers. I am not saying that all of Nebraska or Middle America does that. Sure. You make a thing like that. We all know the type. Just the bouncers. Yeah, Yeah. and people are like, I'm from Nebraska, and I do not appreciate this generalization. Like, no, I know. We were talking about a specific kind of guy. If you turn to the left, you will see him. Yeah. That guy is there. That's that's what we're talking about. That applies more to his hometown of Northern California. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I guess that's true. Yeah. Also, the Smash Mouth hometown. But I, but, I, but, but, I, but I know I see a lot of that. I know I see a lot of that guy when I go home to Tennessee, for instance. I do see a lot of that guy where it's like, it's, it's, it's like a really, sh- you know, if the hair's not spiky, it's really, really short, but gelled for some reason. Yeah, real, t- real hard hair. Like the, yeah, hard hair. Hard like, hair. Yeah. First of all, the purpose of like hair product is just to texturize, not yes. to like shellac. If you have no hair, you don't need it. Right. Yeah. If you don't have, if you have if short you, hair, if, if it's yeah, if you use clippers on your head, you don't need to shellac your hair down. Um, yeah. And don't you want to run? Your, don't you want a girl to run your run her fingers through your hair? Because like, your Axe body good? spray is really turned yeah, around. Yeah, like at nine, once it's worn off. It's oh, right, right, Yeah, right, right. you're right. At nine. She's going to have to get in there and like... They should just shape Axe body sprays like dicks. So that you could just they, you could just fuck someone with it. With Let's spray. cut out the middleman. Yeah, make it vibrate. I'll just use it myself. Wait, I'm yeah. the middleman. Yeah, no, we'll no, I'm the middleman. I don't like the middleman being cut out when I'm the middleman. That's not fun. Don't go. Don't go straight to the consumer for savings. Please involve me in this process. I'm the middleman. <laughs> um, so, is your what, what is your uh, what is your year like? Is it writing, writing, writing? Shooting, 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 editing, editing, editing. Like, do is there any time off? It's show, show. It's like write, shoot, edit the show. Yeah, because uh, we're not live anymore. So we were live the first season. Yeah, I know. I know. I'm lying. People, are you glad you didn't do the show live anymore? Yeah, it's nice for us. Okay, I mean, good. our people now have to edit. It used to be nice to just be like, it was, it was live. Now let's go party. Like it's out yeah. there. It's already you know no regrets. Yeah. But now it's like now people regrets. have to. Yeah. Regrets. Uh, we fix that. Yeah, we um, do have to do more. T- you know, it's just you have to. Because we almost did our comedy special show live. Yeah, there was a there was like a, a minute where we were like, oh, it'd be really like the the allure of oh, if we did it live, the show would be and we could pull it off. But then you know when we started doing run throughs, we were like, there isn't really anything. There's that, no, no value. Really, yeah, there's no there's real no value. value, and no one cares. And they don't care. Yeah. And they don't care. And it's riskier. It's Plus, riskier. Plus, we get to go home. Before 9 p.m. Which is, which is nice. It's, yeah. Yes. It's yeah. nice to not be it live. It changes the game a lot. And our show has changed 
a lot since it started. We're now focusing more on pre-taped packages that we throw to and more of a conversational vibe. In the beginning, they wanted us to do joke, 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 very monologue-y weekend update. And everyone kind of agreed that that wasn't working because what people like, what they originally liked about us and what people like about me and Nikki is is our dynamic and us just being ourselves. And when you were dividing us up to each do one-liners, oh, yeah. it kind of took away some of the warmth of it. And, um, and now that we're doing that, I think it works one liners are tough too, especially if you're, cause I'm not, you're not a one liner comic. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm not anymore. I used to be, but they're hard. It's really hard. And when you're doing them, cause our, again, it's like, they want us to hit the same people over and over again. Kim Kardashian, Miley Cyrus, Justin Bieber. I mean, there's like a list of 10 people that they want us to joke about. And, um, it's, you find you yourself. You want that Danny DeVito joke, and you, you want just that can't to have it. <laughs> no, and that's the original one, and the rest, you know, you start doing the same joke over and over again, and mm-hmm. you, or you just—it's a bucket that you're refilling, and it starts to feel empty. And kids don't—that's not like a staple that our demographic or they like don't care. Can, the kids are not like. Where's yeah. the monologue? I need the. No. It's kind of a. I'm always like, why are people still doing the mo- like? It's just monologue's weird. It is it's weird. weird. It's like thing. this thing that's stuck around forever but Mm -hmm. it's not really that necessary (laughs) you know i feel like yeah no and it's and more often than not it's i mean even when johnny carson was doing it the monologue was very forced but in but but his style played really well into that because you kind of the jokes were just as funny when they didn't fly because of him yes so you know it like monologues like you know ferguson's whole thing of like i'll just fucking talk to people for a few (laughs) minutes like that's Great. It's yeah. It's at least it's kind of breaks it up. It's conversational, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. having to do like a series of, uh, you know, early on there was talk with our show where they were like, "Do you want to do a monologue?" And I'm like, "No," because no. it's mm-hmm. jo- those jokes are real hit or miss, and they're miss more often than hit. Yeah. And then that's the first thing you're just giving people, people an excuse to go. Oh, I really should go see what else is on. Exactly. <laughs> and you can make just as many jokes in a show. Uh, without it being a monologue you know you can we start our show at least uh, up until now for this season we started our show with recapping catfish which is right on the floor <laughs> yeah, we, we come on yeah, right we after we gotta keep that audience so yeah. we're like stay we're gonna talk about it um, <laughs> and we make jokes within that and then we talk about something that happened in pop culture and joke about that and we might have a taped piece that we cut to and um, it's all topical but it's got a little bit more meat to it as opposed to just like blah, 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 ha, 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 ha. What is the worst experience you've had doing a show in New York, like in a just sort of an oh, stand-up room? show? Yeah, yeah. Mm. Oh, Jesus. I mean, all the shows, I've, I put them in one category of like somebody, the person who ran the show decided that with four people in the audience, we're still doing it. We're still doing it. <laughs> it's like, fuck! You know, I gotta perform for these four people. You know, I think it's just those depressing nights that nobody's there and nobody's laughing. And it's just. I had one like two weeks ago, three weeks ago, that I thought I was over like bombing. But it. <laughs> you always think you're like, it'll never happen again. Yeah, right. Like, I've got I'm, my solid I'm set. bulletproof. I know how it works. And I stuck to the script. Like, I was, I was just getting through it to, so I could go back and watch the Emmys. And it was that Sunday. And I went up at Gotham, and there was just a table of these. I was not doing well. And I was like, is my fly unzipped? Is there something on my face? Because they just weren't laughing at stuff that works all the time. So I was like, is there something going on? And I was just like, I can't wait to get off the stage. So then these, like, table of old women um, who were, like, kind of hip old ladies, like, out, I'd say, like, 50, late 50s, 60s, 
older women said, mm-hmm. um, I said, I, I made some comment about the, the game Fruit Ninja. And I was like, this is probably lost on a lot of you, especially this table. I just made some comment about how they're, you know, old. And they go, don't you do that to us. Don't, we'll come back and haunt you. And I was like, oh, as a ghost? Like, I thought she meant like as, like, she's going to die before right, me and like come right. back and That's haunt me. I would have thought. Mm-hmm. But she just meant like, you know, just, we're going to come back and You'll it'll come back to haunt you. one day. Yeah. yeah. Oh. <laughs> and I go, oh my gosh, I love that you, that was, aw-. I like shook her hand. I was like, That's awesome. Like, I love that you're like using your old age against me and she was like what we're not old and i was like no you just said like you're gonna come back as a ghost and like they go oh like they did not and it then i just dug myself into a hole and then um she they just were really mean and started like you know heckling me more and i just uh i i was like i'm really sorry i thought you meant you were gonna come back as a ghost when you die which i hope is sooner than later thank you good night and i walked off stage and it was one of those moments where I was like, oh my God, I can't believe I just said that to that woman, but um, well, she deserved it. Don't and be a fucking bitch in the audience. Exactly. Like, like it, don't. Yeah. I was already struggling and then she came at me and it was, it, it was so weird, and, but it was one of those shows where I like, I was shitting on the crowd like, towards the end. Like, I just, I need to get off the stage, got off stage and uh, a bunch of girls like followed me into the lobby. Like, you were, all, just keep doing what you're doing. Like, oh, keep at it. Like, you've got really, you've got a lot of potential. Oh, and I was like, oh, oh God. No. Like, you don't even understand that. I, doing so I just walked home like what am i doing every once in a while yeah it's, it's weird it's it, it it's you know you you sort of feel like um you know like you 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 you, you kind of grow your wings on stage so it's yeah. like oh no matter what happens but every once in a while there's a crowd where it's just like you dive off the building it's like wings 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 boom and then yeah. there's no it yeah. really you don't is. connect with them they don't connect with you it's humbling. Um, that's too bad. Did you ever figure out what it was? It was just a... Uh... No, I think I had on some like very distracting pants <laughs> that were like too tight. Like it's it's often like if I'm wearing a short skirt or I'm wearing like... They're just like, you know, they're distracted. They're not listening to you. They're not listening. I did they're a like... show where I had um, some cliff bars stuck to my ass. And um, I turned around. I oh, the part, old cliff bar stuck I have a part ass. of one of my jokes. <laughs> I knew it was... Well, here, okay, so backtrack. I'm doing my set. And it was a very short set, and like the audience just wasn't great to begin with. But my first joke, I turn around and I like point to my back, and you know it was just dead silent after that. And I was just like, "What is going on?" And then I get off stage, and I just like, I was like, "Was there something on my butt? Like, did I get my period in front of everyone or something?" <laughs> yeah. And I like felt my butt, and I felt something sticky, and it was like a huge piece of Cliff Bar, oh, and I because I smelled it, I was like. <laughs> And I was like, I knew it was from my fucking apartment. My boyfriend eats Cliff Bars all the time. So you had just been walking around with a Cliff Bar. Like, it was like probably the size of a dime, just like stuck. Like stuck, <laughs> like it's sticky. And like it was, it stained the, like it was glued to it with the honey and that shit they use. The Cliff Bars is like basically glue. Yeah. It's like glue and, and like crush, crushed up granola mm. put, held together with glue. Finish. Cliff bars. He yeah. just leaves I guess he like dribbled a piece, you know, and then I it got stuck to my ass, and I like blamed. He got so he's like, you could have gotten that on the subway, and I'm like, look around this apartment, and right now I can see at least one Cliff Bar wrapper <laughs> on the floor. Like you pig. <laughs> so I blamed my bombing on that. I mean, I this yeah, is, it's this easy is, to do. This is a really irritating question, and mm-hmm. I apologize. I, I don't tend to think of things this way, but I guess maybe I do because now I'm curious, but um, what what is the state of comedy for women at the moment? Is it, are, are, is, is it, do you feel like 
You How have, dare you? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> you, like you have to, do you feel like you have to work harder for a crowd or less hard? Or are they? Do, are people even seeing gender on stage? Or what is? What do you feel? I mean, yeah, you get it sometimes. Mm-hmm. You'll, you'll get some comment on online, or or sometimes you can just tell. There are times where I'm like, I can tell they don't like me because I'm female. Mm-hmm. Like, there's just something in the air. What is it about? What is what is it about? Like, because I'm talking spray. about something like sexual or dirty and you just can tell they're like "Mm -mm." when you talk about sex as a woman I think you're a lot uh, it's a lot more likely to to get branded as like a filthy comic the word filthy I get I get called that all but the time. But a guy and comic like who talks about the same things would exactly. never be called filthy. Like people don't people don't say uh, Louis is a filthy comic. No, but he is He's completely so filthy. filthy. Like beyond so filthy. filthy. Yeah. And I just I, a lot of times like if if I talk about sex or like something pretty you know I I can be kind of gross and filthy at times and just that reaction of like Ugh, like people just being like I don't want to hear that from you and it's just it's that. Um, I think it's harder for people to process when a girl talks about that stuff. So I think yeah. that's, but I, I never walk on stage like I'm a girl and they know it. No, 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 of course not. But, they can but tell. I think that some people <laughs> may do that. I just have never, I, but I do feel like it can it, it, it can work against you and for you because yeah. you, there's always the thing of like, you, I don't usually like female comics, which is, this is usually a female talking to me after the show saying this. I don't, don't usually like girl comics, but you were great. And <laughs> fuck and thank you. Exactly. Yeah. There's a part of me that's like, I don't oh, like that. Like, but yeah. I always say, well, then you're not watching enough. Or I say, would you say that to a black person? Yes. I oh, usually yeah, don't I like, I would. I usually yeah. don't like <laughs> black <laughs> comics, but I like oh. you. No, they would probably no, say, you would not say that. I usually don't, uh, to a black, to a black comic, I usually don't like female comics. Yeah, I would say that to a black comic. Because they'll be like, what? And I'm like, it's the same thing. You just I, did the same thing to you're me. You're absolutely right, yeah. though. Yeah. <laughs> like, can you, imagine? <laughs> you can only say that if you've seen every single Look, female comedian, right. every single male comedian, you know, and you've done all the not research. bad, but it's just irritating. You know, I don't usually like black comics, but you, really, you can't picture something <laughs> yeah. saying I know, because it's inappropriate. You know, um, but, 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 but I think, you know, lar- larger than gender or race or whatever, it's still... There's a certain context that your jokes have to kind of match for There's the audience. There's a filter. Yeah. Or at least you have to justify why you talk about Because when I first started performing to essentially papered rooms of people who didn't know who I was. Yeah. And I was talking about nerd stuff. I guess for whatever in their minds, they did not feel that I fit the, the archetype of what they thought. So people would always come up after shows and go... Um, um, you're, that, that nerd thing's not I mean what is that you're not and I was like you don't fucking you know so for whatever yeah. reason I was not able to contextualize who I was to these people so it's sort of in some senses was kind of a similar thing but this is what I want to talk about yeah. you know like why can't we, but I, I didn't yeah. you know, if I'd come out with fucking taped up glasses and you watch yourself motherfucker up. I'm yeah. sorry your glasses aren't taped up anymore there's that's I mean females in comedy has come a long way and it's really a good time right now for us um, but there's still that like there is a box that they want to like you're either a vagina you're you're a box you're, that's Ooh. all you are oh normally I don't like female comics but I really like that joke yeah <laughs> what why would you say that Thank to a person you. why would you say that to a person I'm glad she did because I waited uh, one more second I would have said you were yeah. going to make the joke you someone was going <laughs> to yeah. people really think they're helping or complimenting you oh, by, oh yeah they yeah. think it's uh, it, it's a nice thing to say and they think you know like this is proving that I know comedy and I the, they're they they love they love saying it girl girls and you think like yeah. you hear like it's that like, guys God. say that guys don't say it as girls say it 
Yeah. That they don't like female comics. And it's also lumping you in with like, I mean, it's not really well, who are you comparing fair... yeah. to? Like, let's Ruth talk about Buzzy. it. Ruth Buzzy. Always Ruth Buzzy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't but yeah, I think there's two, there's, I feel like I, I've had trouble finding what box I fit into. Sorry to use that word again. What snatch I fit into. <laughs> and, um, it's like, it's like you, right now there's, you're either the dirty cute girl the the cute girl that talks dirty about sex on stage so that's a common thing that a lot of female comedians fit into or that you can see the business wants them to fit into and then there's like the frumpy girl who can't get laid like there's two or like uh adorkable like and i don't know (laughs) which thing i would fit into like i don't I don't think I fit into either of those. And so I've had a lot of trouble figuring out what is my voice because they want to market it and they blah, blah, blah. with stand up. I mean, this show has definitely helped me figure out. Like, I've been able to watch myself and be like, you're good at these things and mm-hmm. you should try to do more of those things. And I, I'm actually finding that I think stand up might not be that thing. What is it? How long have you been doing stand up? 10 years. Yeah, it just takes that long to figure out yeah. what you want to say. Which yeah. you know, and now I don't and even know if I want to say like, it. I'm I don't like, know yeah. that I want these people to hear what I have to say. I don't think they have a right to hear about my vagina and and to judge so me yeah. for what I say about my vagina. Like if they're not laughing about it's, it feels really shitty to like put yourself out there and to not. And sometimes I'm just like, I don't want to do this. I don't. I don't need yeah, this. And as a girl, you have to constantly think like uh, you have to walk that line of as soon as they think that you're hot or too hot. You're not funny anymore. Guys, especially, like they get uncomfortable. You, they want you to walk this little line of like, be sexy, mm-hmm. but and be funny about it, but don't get too dirty. And that will gross me and out. And don't get too sexy. Well, the, I think yeah. is a pro, I think yeah. I think yeah. a lot of comedy is um, is the audience has to not feel threatened by the comedian on stage. Yeah. They have to. Um, it's weird. It's like they're basically looking for. Um, it's almost like they want a leader that they also whose ass they could kick. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah, they, want, they want they need to be led. They, they want to be led. They want to share in something with you. They want to yeah. be led. Like they, they do. They want to feel comfortable. They do surrender the experience mm. to to mm. you as the lead. But they also don't like if they feel like you're too threatening in any way, then yeah. then they're immediately turned off. So you can't be too much of anything. Yeah, yes. that's why I think um, girls. I've, I've, girlfriends of mine girl comedians friends of mine um we've always talked about what do you wear on stage and like and what different reaction you i used to dress up i used to i was like zoe deschanel on stage i was like little dresses and heels and you know and i didn't wear my glasses and i was trying to be really cute and then i realized like i that the more neutral i look the better my performances are and the better the more the audience laughs because they're not thinking i think if they think i'm thinking too much about my appearance yeah then they're wondering what am I doing up there? Because as a comedian, you have to be very vulnerable and honest. Mm-hmm. And I think if they if you're too done up as a girl, I mean, there are guys that if, if you have a uniform and that's your look, like um, if you always wear like Paul F. Tompkins is very much about his bow tie and and w- appearing that way, and and that's his uniform and that's part of his act. Um, and there are girls that have that too, but I think that you know the more neutral you look, the the more they can listen to what you're saying and laugh. Well, I think it goes back to what you're saying about the honesty thing: is that they can tell if you're being honest or not. Like yeah. they can just they can see it. And it, if you do happen to be someone who would wear, 
you know, like that dress and those heels, and that's just who you are, mm-hmm. then I think they And can, you're comfortable and you're caring. And you're comfortable Natasha. And right. Yeah. Wear that, that's and what it's she like, does. that is yeah. who she is. Right. That's what you expect to see her mm-hmm. in, and that's part of her presentation. You know, I think I was doing something that ultimately I was like, this is... I'm worrying too much about that and not thinking about what I'm saying, and, yeah. it, and people can tell. To a degree, I always, you know, I had... I, I always felt like that on stage. You're like, I don't know, what do I wear? Should I dress up? Or I... I've resort. I mean, I essentially just wear T-shirts on stage. Mm-hmm. Number one, because they're just easy to pack. Yeah. And when you're traveling, <laughs> it's like oh, I don't want to have to fold up a suit. Mm-hmm. And when I get, first of all, yes. I, hate, I don't. I loathe suit pants. Mm-hmm. I will wear the upper part you of. You don't a like suit. being comfortable? Is that your Do problem? Do not like suit pants. Oh, I glorious. don't like them. <laughs> I like. I oh, like. Yeah. I'll wear the upper half of a suit and jeans. That's what I'm yeah. comfortable in. But I also don't really like performing that way because I feel like. I can't move. Yeah. You know, I've got a jacket. Heels. You know. Oh, yeah. And I would never wear heels oh, anymore. Oh, God. Because I, when I taped my John Oliver thing, I was like, I want shoes that are, I want to wear a dress. I, I thought a lot about it. I want to wear a dress, but it's not a sexy dress, a cute dress. And I want to wear shoes that look casual because I need to move around and I need to be able to jump around. And, like, I just couldn't. Doesn't know, that suck that it can't just be about the jokes? It's like, oh, there's got to be a presentation. Yeah. Yeah. And you have to figure out. I like, dressed up so much for my Comedy Central Presents. And I was on, the second I walked on stage and I had to walk like, because eh, eh, like, I'm wearing these stilts. And I, and my sh- sh- like dress was too short, and I felt like the front row could see up it, and I was so uncomfortable. And I, I the second I got out there, I was like, "What the fuck did you wear?" Like I, that was all I was thinking about the first. You 10 couldn't minutes. tell when you watched it. I mean, yeah, you looked, I mean, it, you looked comfortable. I still haven't watched it, but uh, <laughs> you haven't watched it yet. No, why? I don't like watching myself. Oh, I'm do you listen? Do you listen to audio or could, is it? Was no, it that's even worse. I could put it on mute and watch myself, but I don't like to hear it all together. Oh wow, I don't have a. Pro- I should listen to more sets because. It, you know, that's just how you. That's it least, is. Mm. It works. Well, it just you can tell what the bad habits are. You can tell like, oh, I yeah. need more of this, or here's something I said that I don't remember. Or you can tell like <laughs> hearing your joke, or like think of a tag for it in the mo- like. Right. Yeah. Listen, it's it's so helpful. But I wait. love getting off stage and go. Well, that's thirty minutes I forgot to record. Yeah. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Shit. I, I have a I ton write of down recordings if I of can, sets, but know. I never listen to them either. I it's have not because hours I'm, and hours. It just on my phone. It's not that I'm. It's not that I'm. Uh, it's not that I have an aversion to it so much as like. I don't feel like doing that right now. Yeah. I don't feel like listening to myself. But no. it's, it's, it's work. Not, it's, I'm yeah. not against it. I, I just, do it usually when I'm either driving or walking to. That's to so the next good. show yeah, that you, yeah, I do that. Yeah, you it, guys could tour now, though. I would imagine you guys could go like co-headline and and yeah. and yeah. S- and sell out. Mm, this is the thing. Our our, our demo. <laughs> they, uh, they can't money. get into clubs yet, and uh. they don't. They don't even. We, I've been on the road. But no, no, no. <laughs> no one did, coming out. If we did, we, I don't Together, know. Together, yeah. It's, it's, it's a weird thing. I don't know what the demand is. three years when they're in yeah. college. Yeah. The thing yeah, is, I, don't I think it will be like in four years when they kind of grow up and see our names yeah. on a bill. It'll be different. But we're still burgeoning. I mean, like, yeah. you know, our show is not repeated ever on MTV. It's like unless you're watching it. On that t- at that time, it's like you know, it hasn't been an explosion of fame. I haven't fame. been recognized like, yet. I'll say that. Really, mm-hmm. you're in New York. Yeah, no that's true. I get recognized. I'm getting recognized more and more, but I'm way more recognizable because of my glasses. Right. It's like that's definitely her because it's yeah. the same pair of glasses. Yeah. And it's you know, um, but yeah, we're not like you know, going to a mall and like, you know, getting swarmed, you know, it's like, (laughs) that's not happening, you know, so it's like, you know, selling out a show, I'm still like, 
Oh, no one, no one would ever. Oh my God, it's him. him! It's him! I don't normally like female comics, but I'm a really big fan of you guys. Oh, my God. oh really? <laughs> Here too? Yeah. I've always need one someone to tell me what I thought about catfish. And they don't know. Our audience doesn't know we do stand up. It's not. Yeah, s- it's just spoken so about random. on our show. We, oh, really? Yeah. Uh, uh-uh. we don't really. We've mentioned it. Yeah, you know, it's come up it's, in interviews and stuff, but do it's plug, not. Like, do you plug gigs? Well, you don't no, really want us don't. to. Really? Mm-hmm. MTV. God, good God almighty. <laughs> <laughs> they don't apparently, put- apparently, I probably shouldn't say this, but I'm going to anyway. Fuck <laughs> it. Um, apparently, this is what I heard through the grapevine. I don't know if this is true or not, so don't quote me on it. But um, apparently, they don't really do sanctioned MTV tour, stand-up tours or appearance tours because of something that happened with the Jersey Shore cast. <laughs> like somebody <laughs> somebody got hurt or something like unrelated to them, but right. like, and they don't want the liability of like an MTV-sponsored right. event uh, and you and, know and our shows are going to get oh wild. yeah people are going to die yeah <laughs> it's it's, it's, really yeah. The, it's really great that they have it's really great that they that oh, they right. lack <laughs> the capacity to make the distinction it's great that they yeah. lack the capacity to make the distinction between oh this is a show about a bunch of people who went out and got spray tans and went to clubs and fucked and shit up and got drunk and punched people versus like you know, here's well, got uh, punched. two two comedians who are going to go out and tell jokes and then go home. Performing in a in a sanctioned comedy venue. Yeah. And I don't like, even know that MTV knows that we do stand up. I mean, I yeah, really I think mean, it's that. <laughs> I'm, I'm serious. I'm can dead I take serious. a guess? Can I take a guess to what it also might be? Yeah. Is that they don't make any money from it? No, that's that's. Yeah. We we tried to get that. Why should we brought this? We don't make any money from this. Yeah. Yeah, but you but it's smart to let your talent go out and connect with and, their fans because that will bring yeah. in more fans. Yeah. You know, well, I can't see that on a spreadsheet. And we were like. Like, can we just go out and do Nikki and Sarah and not say that it's empty? I mean, like, Nikki, Nikki Glazer and Sarah Schaefer from, and they were like, yeah, sure, that's fine. And they were like, can we announce it on the show? And they said no. So that's, I wonder, yeah, that's annoying. I didn't, so we never um, really put it together. Plus, wow. we're too busy. I wasn't but, touring when I was ooh. working at MTV, so I don't really, I didn't really have to, I probably should have been. But um, How many seasons was singled out? Um, too many. Not enough. It was four. Four. <laughs> I loved no, that it show. It was five. Okay. Five. Really? Let's see. Yeah, it was five cycles. So we did um, sixty-five shows a cycle. Mm-hmm. We did four a, cy- a cycle. You do sixty-five shows? Yeah, because it was on every day. Yeah. So we would do sixty-five episodes twice a year. So we did one hundred and thirty episodes a year, five cycles, three years. So it was uh, 130 shows one year, 130 shows the next year, and then we did at um, 50 shows for the last cycle, which for a daily show was a lot for MTV. N- n- you know, but they 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 take something that's working and they just run it into the ground. They ran, they ran down your out throat. like four times a day. Like yeah. that show was on all the goddamn. Oh, time. I yeah. watched the shit out of that. show. Yeah, me too. I'm so excited uh, to be here next to you right now. You. I just touched him. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, they ran the yeah. shit out of it, and then they just burn it out really fast, which is you know fine. Yeah, but uh, yeah, they're taking our their sweet time with our show. <laughs> really? Oh yeah, they're just letting it simmer. Once a week. Yeah, this is like a slow cooker. Like you know, the Somebody stew will be ready. Know it was once a week until someone told me that last week, and I was like, really? Because I just like my catfish DVRing of catfish mm. goes long, so I watched mm. the first yeah. Yeah, ten yeah. minutes of your yeah. show. Uh-huh. And I'm like, oh, I wonder what they do the rest of the week. Nope, <laughs> nothing. Nothing. So, <laughs> not on it. Not on. Someone, not someone, on got, the air. someone got really mad at me when about the after the Ken Marino episode because we when he was on the state and I was working on single that we joked about how little money we got paid. And it, I mean, I mean, really, like, you know, at the at the height of singled out, I think I was only making like, 
like grossing like 60 grand a year or something. It was like a really small number. And then someone online was like, that is a lot of money for most people. And I go, okay, I, I know that you think that. Tom <laughs> was telling me, Tom Lennon was telling me that when they, when the state got canceled and they all had to go on unemployment, they were all only making like $30 less a week. Well, that's, that's the thing. That's the thing yeah. that I, that I had to explain was like $60,000 gross sounds like a lot. But you lose more than half of that yeah, to all your taxes, people. you know, like agents, whatever. And at the time, I was contractually not allowed to do anything else. Yeah. So to host like what was one of the biggest shows on MTV at the time, I was making like twenty eight thousand dollars a year. Yeah. And living so, in New York. Which I was is, living in L.A. Oh, in, in yeah. L.A. Yeah. But which is also so not as expensive, yeah. but it's still expensive. Yeah. And so you know when you think of like all the millions and millions and millions of dollars, but and then I couldn't go work to do anything else. Like it really That's was not crazy. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was it was pretty nuts. And it was it that what it didn't go up in later years. It went up a little bit. It's just. Um, I you know I didn't really have an agent when I got when I started working for MTV uh, and so someone kind of gotcha. like did the deal for me yeah. <laughs> and they didn't really get, you know but that's Not how you work for, for MTV is that yeah. you, you have no experience and then they yeah. at least they kind of the launch and you they, and they launch you, know. you and mm-hmm. yeah. You know, I mean, I don't, I'm not complaining about it. Yeah, I was just pointing out that it's great to be on TV. We do it for free. Yeah. You know, like. I'm just pointing out that it's funny not that, it you know, because I think people assumed, like, <laughs> oh, you're probably all millionaires because you worked on, you know, because oh, yeah. yeah. if you're on TV every day, it seems like. So to me, just the, 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 the reality versus the, you know, what was, what I think the perception was, I think it's very funny that that's really what it was, you know. Yeah. Yeah. We get that all the time. Oh, you're TV show now. You're just rolling yeah. in the... And it's... No. Are you well, afraid you'll cut yourself on all the money in your house? <laughs> yeah. Well, it's like when you point... You know, when you put in, uh, you know, 10 years to get to that point and you were broke for 10 years and in debt and all that stuff. It's like... It is I'm great. making... I, I'm paying it back now. It's like... Oh, yeah. You know, spread out yeah. over the 10 years, you know, I'm not making as much. HuffPo yeah. got me to click on your article. Uh, yeah, and you know, like, wow. they, 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 I know. They, Student God. debt, me too. So yeah. again, I'm not complaining. No, no of course not. No. 20, you know, netting $28,000 a year is fine. I'm not complaining about it. I got to work on television. It's just not what yeah. you would expect. It's not, it's not like when it's you not, get, when yeah. you start working, when you think of TV, like, oh my God, it's going to be, no, you're like, oh, it's just like a regular, yeah. it's like a regular. Everyone... In the country, thinks that as soon as you're on television, they give you a million dollars. Right? Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. I thought that mm-hmm. until <laughs> yeah. like a couple years ago. You know, now I'm like, oh, it's not like exactly what but I. But it's still, it's. I mean, you can't really. Com- it's still, you can't complain. It's great. It's, it's amazing. It's, it's fun. It's fun. Please, to be able God, to, don't take it. Someone away. gets you Starbucks. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> if I if I if I had <laughs> really to make nice. a you know that if I had to make twenty eight thousand dollars a year, you know, working something that I hated. That yeah. would be horrible, but yeah. getting paid that at the time to work a job that was really fun and, you know, and, and I didn't really have any complaints. Um, and I'm glad that my, uh, I'm kind of glad my career didn't really take off right after Single Out because I don't know what it would have been. Right. I, I would have been hosting some, like, mm. shit, yeah. you know, that, that, it's a, crappy. There's, a, like, a crossroads that we're at. Like, it's like, <laughs> which direction are we going to go in? Yeah. It your career would have been Wayne Brady's between the two, whose line is it anyway? <laughs> <laughs> no, he he still he did better than I would have done. Eh. He did he did he did a lot better. Yeah, and I, there just wasn't any. You'd like, be on a weird. Version what did of you Let's go do? Let's see. Right after Single Out, I did a sitcom at at UPN, which doesn't exist anymore. Oh, yeah, good old UPN. And then um, <laughs> and then I didn't really work for a couple of years. I did a bunch of pilots that didn't get picked up, yeah. and 
And then I hosted Shipmates in 2001. One of my favorite shows of all time. Really? I can, I can quote things from that show. Really? I watched the shit out of that show. Yeah. Just And by the way, Singled Out and Shipmates <laughs> almost entirely absent from the internet. Like, there's no footage of no. There's no footage of Shipmates. I try to tell you. Like, call yeah. to action, fans. Get some Shipmates on the internet. When was Shipmates on? Like, 2001? Yeah, it was two? 2001 because the right before I we ju- started shooting is when they attacked the world. Yeah. The, world the 9-11 happened. And so we had to, like, halt production for a yeah. little bit. Um, I, cause I remember watching it in my first base. apartment in New York. And uh, just, I loved it. I thought it was so funny. It was sort of like a, a weird pop-up video. Like, it just had all these moments to it that were really funny. And you were very funny. Oh, I, well, it was, yeah. but, the, but they didn't... Um, when, I, when I took the job, I, I said... You know, um, I'll do I'll do it, but you have to let me say whatever I want. And so they basically, in my, my estimation, like, well, people are going to watch the show. You know, like one section of people is going to watch the show because of the show. Like it's just because it's it, a it ridiculous. Could not be more mainstream. Yeah. yeah. And and I go, you know, and if then I just come on a little bit in between, yeah. so I can make weird references to things, and if people catch them, great. And if not, then I'm not so much of the show that it'll take yeah, away from it. That's so. what, yeah. That's what was like. Oh, I couldn't wait to hear what you would say at the end about it, and I mean, and the the material, the content itself, the date, and the commentary, and all that was always really funny. And it was just like the worst people going <laughs> on a date worst. on a boat. It was so funny. <laughs> Well, because they were, what are they on a cruise together for what, two days or something? The, the like, magic of Shipmates was that Blind Date was West Coast, and yeah. so all the Blind Date contestants were essentially actor out of work actors or extras mm. or whatever. So yeah. everyone looked a certain way, and they knew how to compose themselves in front of a camera. But <laughs> yeah. but our people, it was just the perfect storm of awfulness. Like our people were like. Um, just uh, super aggressive and so many drinks thrown in yeah, people's, people's faces. faces. Yeah, people's faces. I never knew that was a thing. I've like, like, never seen time. a guy throw a drink in a girl's face. It happened like five times <laughs> yeah. on our show. Wow. Where a guy would just be like, "You fucking bitch," and then I'd be like, "That's a thing." Like I thought it was a trend I was missing because it happened so much. But they would get they were they were hung over. They were trapped on this boat oh together. They, they had, hated each other. You know, they essentially always. would take all their money so that they would. You know, like they didn't really because the only thing you pay for on the cruises are drinks, right? Yeah, yeah. and so. But of course, that's why they're there. And Wait, then, shipmates took place on an actual cruise line. Yeah, it was a carnival. Carnival. <laughs> I always, whenever I so saw commercials for it, I just imagined it was a small yacht. It was a carnival it cruise line. It seemed like a small yacht. Yeah. You know, when you're watching it, it they seemed would, small. They would go out on these cruises, and they would have like five different crews and couples at the on the same. Oh, so there are some episodes so where you see crew in the background. Well, not crew, but. You, if you knew what to look for, you would see like, oh, that's the couple from the other show, like oh, in the in background, because oh it was all God. happening on the ah, same. Yeah. You know, like that's they hilarious. did a handful of cruises. We did like, we did 130 of those the first season too. Good wow. lord! Was, how, how many seasons did that go? That was like two and a half, two seasons, wow. two and a half seasons. But it's for a strip show. That's essentially 13 weeks of programming. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, you know, it uh, it was. It was fun. I it w- that show was. I'm I'm glad I'm not doing it now. But sure. it was fun at the time. Yeah. yeah. Do you guys want to host stuff or a- or do more acty stuff? What's your What do you want to mm-hmm. do? I'm into hosting. I I'm getting the hang of it. Mm-hmm. I feel like, and I I would like to keep doing our show. Yeah. We don't yeah. know right at this point whether it will continue. Yeah. I hope it does. But um, uh, yeah, I mean we're. I mean, you know, for me personally, I want to do it all. You know, now that we've got, I've gotten a talk show, 
we've met Justin Timberlake. Uh, <laughs> and now I'm like thinking big. I'm like, well, everything I want comes true. Uh, so let's dream big. I mean, I'm like, now I'm visualizing way down the line. I would love to win an Emmy on TV, like a, a big Emmy. Like an acting, like for, for, yeah. for not like a Saturday. She already has an Emmy. Oh, I have, a, I have, have the, the, the nerd Emmy. Um, but I want like the real one uh, that you win at the on TV. So you get to go up and be like, oh, it's just an honor to be nominated. Like, I know. I've already written the what's speech. Your speech? Uh, what's your speech? I don't know. I'd probably start crying. I'd probably do a lot of like shoulder. I do when I no, get no, no, really No, no, no. Do it. Do it. Do it for real. Do I it. I don't know. Do it. I'd be like, Dad, remember that time when we were watching uh, an award show and you said how stupid they were and I said to you one day I'm going to be up there and win one? Well, no. Fuck you, Dad. <laughs> I thought you were gonna go, Dad. You're right. This is so stupid. This is so stupid. I'm leaving. Da, 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 da. No, you turn that music off. Da, da, da. <laughs> For something like maybe, maybe acting, maybe writing, maybe directing something. I've always, not directing, but you know, like making a show. I've always wanted a writing Emmy. Like so oh, badly. Those are good. So badly. Those are the good ones. I, I have wanted. a daytime one. I, that's not the same. No. What did you want a daytime one for? Um, for I, I worked on a cartoon at Nickelodeon yeah. and, it, wow. and it won an Emmy. But it, but it did want a daytime. Which one? one. Uh, back at the barnyard, oh. I played a talking cow. Oh. Well, you know, I know, I know. <laughs> um, but yeah, I wonder if the experience of winning. So like you have this goal, and this goal is like I think it'd be really awesome to win, win an Emmy. Hmm. Are you worried that maybe <laughs> the actual I guess it's sort of like sex when you're a kid and you're like, sex is going to be this fucking crazy. And then you do it and you're like, what? How was it? That was it? Yeah. I thought that was supposed to... No. Because all, <laughs> all the things that we've done have been major dream, lifelong dreams coming true. Like I've always wanted to host a talk show. And it didn't... It, there was no moment of like, eh, this isn't as great as I thought it was going to be. It's like, holy shit, it's happening. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I don't think it'll... I mean, I guess... I, I set high goals like that because I would love for anything that happens on the way to that to happen. Yes, it's all it's you know, the like, journey. Ooh, yeah. I got to make a pilot for a show that never yeah. even got picked up. Like I would love to do that. You know, forever. You did I do thought, it. Yeah, I did. <laughs> I, I've already done that too. So you know, it's like I think uh, just all the things on the. That's why you, you have your short term goals and your long term goals. No, you're very well organized. It yeah. sounds like you yeah. already have. You, you know, know, it's always good to when you're working on one show. It's already good. It's good to have the next idea so that when people go, "What do you want to do next?" You can go, "Well, here you go." And I you know. hand them a thing. I full do not PowerPoint. operate that way. <laughs> yeah. I just go with the flow and things just seem to happen. I don't. Ha- I wish I could visualize goals like that, but. I need to backtrack a little bit, by the way. I made it sound a second ago like uh, losing my virginity was not one of the greatest things that ever happened. In my life. Uh, I was I was in a state of bliss for a week. Oh. Yeah, for a guy, I think it's pretty yeah. just straightforward, awesome. Because it's always gonna it's always gonna be a home run. Yeah, yeah, no question. Yeah, I just wanted to get it over with. You did God. it just to get it over with? Yeah, because it was like I was like twenty one. I was like, this just needs to happen. Like, <laughs> yeah. Or it's never gonna happen. It was just, just like Was no. any part of it surprising? Or was it um, that goes in there? What? No, by that point, because I, I was twenty one. I had as heard well. my friends talk about it, so at I, that it was point just like, it's just like get it in there. Just yeah. do it and you know. How much he didn't give a shit afterwards, maybe that was surprising. <laughs> I think that's a thing that you know is uh, is shocking, like how much it doesn't matter to the like how quickly they can just lose interest in you after you do have sex. That's something I learned the hard way. Oh wow! To like yeah. not give it up so easily because 
they lose interest once they get it. Maybe yeah. I'm just terrible. No, but, uh, no, no, think, no. That's think, a common. Yeah. yeah, it is. I think it's just. I think a lot of it has to do with, uh, well, a being insensitive, and as a sure. as a guy, but also just the um, the way in which like guys just get super turned on super fast, and then all of a sudden it's just like all those all the all the sex chemicals just and yes then just like, what, what, it's what like do we where do did that guy go that i was just with like it's mm-hmm. just it, it, that sh- that was shocking oh no i was just that guy when i was trying to fuck you yeah yeah it's also the pursuit of it it's yeah. like the guy wants it so he'll do things that are out of character to get it and then suddenly it's like oh i'm not actually that person i yeah. just wanted that thing I really just want to, you know, I just want to be with someone where I can, like, you know, just order food in bed and sit around all day, and then you have sex, and they're like, don't you want to order food? Nah, I got class. I no. Got yeah. like, what, or, what like, I just remember said? a guy going to the kitchen to get a glass of water, and he came back and just drank it over me, like, without, <laughs> oh, oh, like, just guzzled the whole thing, and I was just like... <laughs> And I remember being like, I can't sleep. It was terrible. It was fucking. I and I wrote him later to be like, that is why I'm not talking to you anymore. It was the water incident. What if? What if after the water he was like, maybe you don't like female comics, but (laughs) (laughs) but you were you were pretty good. That that sucks. Yeah, I mean, it really. I think a lot of it just has to do with, um, you know, uh, there. There's just no. We really should be educated on how to communicate in those situations. And a lot of people, the second they get something they want, they just, there's no real dismount. Yeah. It's just like, well, that was all about the thing I wanted. And, and I now guess, it's over. And yeah, now i got to figure out the next thing I want. Yes. People are just kind of selfish dicks. Young people are kind of selfish Definitely. dicks. Definitely. That, yeah. that plays into it, for sure. And I think that's the kind of person I was going for at the time you know I think you just I made a lot of mistakes when I was first moved to LA <laughs> it's weird to come back here and be like oh god him again because it was a lot in the comedy community so it's like old old yeah you see people around. which is sort of which is sort of you know uh, you know, when some people go, uh, oh, you know, how you, you shouldn't date comics, and then you're like, yeah, but that's your They're office. Oh, I know. That's your office. I don't that's have your, that, friends outside the, of that, this. That's that's the, that's your so. You're, it's your. It's unfortunately that's the fucking tricky thing about comedy. It is it is that your it's your work and your so and yes. your socializing. Yes. Because it's a nighttime yeah. activity. Yes. And there people go to bars and perform, and it's like it feels it, it tricks you. And yeah. you know, a lot of comics are really funny and charismatic and a lot of times cute until they're them drinking kill. water over you <laughs> until they yeah until they're chugging water <laughs> while you sit parched like <laughs> naked and scared oh, no, no. <laughs> and <laughs> without a car to go home because oh, you got no, dropped off by a friend oh, you, you can't even leave it was terrible oh. I remember being like I can't sleep and he's like well I, I have to get up early so I'm going to bed and I was like do you have like Tylenol PM or something he's like yeah it's in the cabinet and like he sent oh, me to no! go get it myself like I was just like you're the worst oh was this a was this a comic yes oh, oh no. yes we all know him very oh, well God. Bobby <laughs> Slayton <laughs> oh, you got too much perfume too yeah. he, he hey. we've, we've since joked about it he knows but uh, I'm, I'm sure he has not changed <laughs> <laughs> sorry Oh, they are. They are. It's. I don't do it anymore. Mm-mm. But then, how do you meet people? Uh, is your boyfriend? Uh, My boyfriend's a comedian. Yeah, but he's yeah. also a documentary filmmaker, and he's much more than a. Comedian. He's a man. He's a man. <laughs> he's a grown man. He is. I'm lucky. I found him. <laughs> did anyone else? Did you watch Girls? Yes. Yeah. Did you find the? I know it really 
turned on uh, a- um, Allison Williams' character when he goes. Uh, oh yeah. Oh, the fuck. first time we've I, talked about this. The like, first time I fuck you. Um, I what does he say? I I know how to. I might scare you or something. Because like I know how to do things. Because I'm a man. And then he turns and walks away. And my my first thought was like. That, would that turn someone on? Yeah. Yes. Really? <laughs> yes. We talked yeah. about that line extensively. <laughs> yeah, I never thought Yorma would do it for me. Yeah, because yeah, he as like, a, as he a, like pushes her up against a wall. As a guy. That's great. Amazing. As a guy. Oh, yeah. You know, my, my girlfriend has said that, too. She's like, you know, just if you want to just push me up against the wall, and I go, yeah, but there's the word push in it, and that feels right. yeah, like as a... As it's a like it's based to... on the novel Push by Sapphire? Is it? <laughs> Which is makes you think of AIDS, and which is a much different incest. Yeah. So, uh, but to me, I've you know, I, I think I, I'm afraid I might be too nice to be like really sexy because I'm just like, oh, are you okay? I don't yeah. want to, you know. Yeah. And if I ever, I could never picture myself saying that to someone because I feel like they'd be like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, if there's if life had a human resources department, I would report you to it. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. like, but I guess there are some people that can pull that off. That's so funny. My take on that was like. How about, that wouldn't work, but your, your take is like oh, hell we yeah. both were like, "How about that line?" He's but obviously, Jesus. you know, I guess that's just me. You know, like since Lena Dunham wrote it, she is a you know, like she must know that that must and be he's something. Not she, a good person. That's not someone you should have sex with. Right. That, that's the problem. It, the fact that that works is. It, but it's because her boyfriend was a good person, and she was bored by it. Yes. Mm-hmm. But I think that had to do with their ages too. It's like yeah, yeah. when you start dating someone out of college, and then. It's like that when you get into a really comfortable relationship in your early 20s, you, it's like, oh, no, but there should be some type of exciting. Like, you're not ready to be the old married couple yet. Yeah, and yeah. that's what they were. Yeah. Yeah. But there was something to that. <laughs> it's so yeah. funny bringing well, that up. Well, that's the thing. Was, you know, was, I found that the guys that are like that, uh, that know how to do that, are usually the ones you want to avoid. Yes. You know, in the long run. It's fun for a minute. and <laughs> the then short it's run. like Yeah. yeah. Short-term goals and your long-term goals. You know, you get <laughs> fucked real hard by a guy who and knows how to do that. And you win an Emmy. And then you go win an Emmy and you marry a nice guy. <laughs> you walk off the stage at the Kodak yeah. Theater into your wedding limo. Yeah. And then you marry. Straight, yeah. On the way to the Emmys, you fuck a guy in the back of you your Emmy limo. You get pushed up against a wall. Pushes you up against a wall. <laughs> uh, and then you get fucked in a limo. And then you win your Emmy. And then you then go to marry the nice And then when yeah. you get your pictures developed, you're like, that's a cliff bar on my ass. Yeah. <laughs> Full circle, guys. Full <laughs> circle. <laughs> wow, that's really fascinating. Yeah. I'm so... what? Well, so what is the... What is the what, what is the acceptable level of like oh sexual this this level of aggression is yeah. acceptable and like yeah, whoa 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 um, now you're just aggressive I think that there's like a, a there's like a, a just a domination thing that is is necessary like my boyfriend now is very nice but like just like pulling me like our first kiss he just like pulled me and I was like yes like I I've always been the person that leans in first and goes in for the first kiss but to like mm-hmm. let someone else. Be the aggressor is is really hot. Yeah, it's yeah. Like a for them thing. to take control, because you you need being... to make sure that that's what she wants. And there's to me, it does not ruin it to have that conversation and then for it to happen later. Yes, do you know what I mean? Like for me to say to my boyfriend, like, why don't you just like push me up against the wall, like throw me down on the bed, like then he does that later. That's fine. It doesn't take away, but he wouldn't do that unless he knew I was okay with it. And I right. think that that's the message. Like you know, you need to make sure. 
a little bit of like pulling someone in is okay, but to like throw someone's body across the room, like you wouldn't do that unless you unless she was like, I need you to do that or I cannot date you. Like, yeah, I do, I yeah. Well, I think there just needs to be some time so you can forget about the conversation. Yeah. Because I do think one time, I think I said to my girlfriend, like, is it okay if I push you up against the wall and kiss you? No, she's like, you're not supposed to ask. I know. I know. I know. Like, you I sign this first in the yeah. moment. Yeah. Like, yeah. You have to have a discussion over dinner. And then later. So all we have to do is get this notarized, and then um, then find a wall. Mr. Kwan is coming over. He's a notary, and he will stamp this, and then uh, then the wall pushing will happen. Yeah. No, I've been working on a joke about rape fantasy, and like I'm like that term makes me really upset because I don't think that's women don't really want that. (laughs) They, they, They want a submission fantasy. They want. That what you're talking about? They want to be thrown up against the wall and like uh, things are yeah, not you know, violated. And I'm like, no, ever because exactly. yeah, because like because I think that guys hear that and they're like, like douchey guys hear like rape fantasy is like a thing, so she wants me to do this. Trust me, you know. And it's like, no, every rape fantasy ends in a wedding. All right, like it ends <laughs> like you know, like being thrown down and then like, and would you like to meet my mother? Like, I mean, that's I don't know. I'm figuring it out, but like just. The term upsets me because, like, a woman doesn't really want to be raped. Like, no. there's no, there's no one because no, that's no scary. One. Yeah, and you yeah. don't like, like the. Yeah, like, she might want her husband to pretend to like you shut up. Like, maybe but they're still some, safe. But they're still yeah, safe. but they're, they're safe and safe. there's trust yes. and like it's a submit. It's like I want to submit completely and be taken over. Mm-hmm. That is something that is natural, I think, to want that and to think that's hot. There's nothing wrong with that, but. A girl does not want to be thrown into a ditch and strangled to death. No. Like, right. and raped. That is not something that people want. And I think that. That next to the word fantasy is not really. Yeah, a, that's a, not a really what they're fantasizing the, about. The, the, a ditch term. fantasy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I would rather be shot in the head, but that's just me. Um, no, <laughs> <laughs> so you have, a, you have a gunshot fantasy? No. <laughs> not at all. No. There's a. a we were finding out, we're doing a bunch of research for At Midnight, that there, there's like, there's there's dinosaur erotica now, <laughs> where it's all about like, a woman, like someone being taken by a velociraptor. Someone what? basically being fucked by a velociraptor taken. as he's like, yeah. and then and then ripping her, and then ripping them apart. Oh, Afterwards, wow. like, he takes her and then like, um, you know, and then uh, she, like a last gasp of breath as he tears her in half with his hind claws. Or, like, this is really weird. Who is this turning on? A guy or a girl? I don't know, but there is are, that's... but there are, there Do you are read these, the like... reviews of these on Amazon, like the Kindle reviews? Because this all exists in, on Amazon. You can yeah. go there's like, there's like, fiction. there's like crush fantasies where it's like, oh, I just want to see a woman in high heels stomp on a mouse, you know? It's yeah. like just weird. Oh, yeah, the stepping on My Something friend uh, hooked up with this guy. She really liked him. They went on a couple dates. They finally had sex and it was like great and they were lying in bed together and, he, and they were like kind of sharing and like that first, you know, like, oh, I just, I like you so much. And he was like, well, I have this thing that is like a fetish and if I want to tell you about it but it it might freak you out and she's like no just like she thought it would might be like a S&M type thing mm. but it was called natural body magic I think that's the name of it and whoa, I'm whoa, listening. What? what is this it is um he likes it he gets off from your different parts of your body being detached so like he likes like magician sawing like women in half joke? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, I have such a boner right now. Oh faster, faster, detach your thumb faster. Oh yeah, oh shit, aim it this way. 
<laughs> yeah, so like he wanted to like have Na- oh, her natural head. body magic. So he wanted to have like her like her wear a sheet up to her head so he could think that her head was like still detached from her body, detached from her body. Oh my god! And like. Or Did just like bon- fuck her he torso. He must have gotten such a huge boner watching Futurama, where they have all of the heads. Oh, I bet. Yeah, he, but it's a thing. It's a big thing online because we that were all. She was telling us a story. We were like, no way. And we googled. It was. It's yeah. And she, she was. She couldn't handle. She was like, no, that. That's is, so funny because so that, you know. That's not you. You would think objectifying. You would think I, I would be like, oh, there are the obvious ones. Like if someone's like, oh, I really want to shit in your eyes, and you'd be like, nah, it's not. Yeah. But that's <laughs> relatively. Like, that's a, that's a non-invasive fetish, but it's still. If you don't understand it, I could totally see, like, oh, I don't think I can do that. Well, I've always wondered, like, how does someone figure out that they want to take a dump on someone else? Is it that they got sick accidentally and then came? I think think it's probably, like, or is it because they just keep upping the ante on their online porn? I don't know. Like, I, I, I think, think it's. I think it's I think probably porn, the world of porn has escalated this stuff. Yeah. You know what? Where though? they can't get off unless it's more you're, and more. You're extreme. kind of your internal compass. I think your internal sexual compass just finds it finds those things. Like may, you know, maybe with those people, they I don't know. I honestly don't know. Something could something small could happen that sort of they're like, oh, this feels kind of interesting. I have a and then they, <laughs> they just sort of go in that direction. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I don't. I don't I really don't have any fetishes that I can think of that are that I'd be like, oh, it really would be awesome if you pilgrims. Like, yeah. Oh, pilgrims. Buckle oh, hats. Yeah. Buckle fucking hats. Just. <laughs> I like a good. Yeah, one. just pop oh, the buckle. Thanksgiving's coming up. All right. Oh, I am on record. That's the sexiest time of year. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a very literal. Like, let's give the Indians pox-filled blankets. Like, yes. it's not like no. uh, <laughs> I find you churning butter and I want to throw up your yeah. floor-length dress and you know. But I but I but I guess the I guess the pilgrims like they was very very sexual and you know even um, they it was I I I believe this was this was pilgrim culture and I apologize mm-hmm. internet if I'm wrong but I saw a special on you know like pilgrim you know, culture or, or early America mm-hmm. like like sexuality through the history of America mm-hmm. and when you know like if you had a teenage son and someone else had a teenage daughter the teens would they would sleep in they would come over and sleep in each other's beds but they had a board. That they would put to divide mm-hmm. them, so you could sleep in the same bed, and then they would mm-hmm. put the board. But they knew that you that's know that's the origin of the glory hole. That, that yeah. must have been the origin of the glory hole. Yeah. Um, so, but they knew, like they knew that. Oh yes, they're sexual, and this mm-hmm. these things are just naturally going to yes. happen. Like they were much more. I think they were more accepting of it than we think of them as being. Right. Yeah. Mostly. They at least acknowledged it. They at least they, yeah. they at least acknowledge mm-hmm. it. But a lot of a lot of the a lot of the sexual identity that we have now actually stems back to Victorian England. Like this, like that that Victorian period of what's proper and what's oh that's not you know mm-hmm. that that a lot of that stems from Victorian Victorian England. Oh wow, mm. where they would be like my under chin is showing. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, <laughs> yeah, well it was really fucked up. My Their culture was really showing. fucked up because like the the men in the culture really had it made as far as they were concerned they would have these families and their wives were very prim and uh you know it was not a pleasurable thing but right. then the men would go to these whorehouses mm-hmm. and just like get you know chlamydia mm-hmm. uh and, and 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 it was just accept- it was just like an accepted part yeah. of the culture well we need to go back to that no i'm not saying that <laughs> No, I'm not. I'm not saying. But that. if it's on the table, yeah, the idea that your wife is proper, which is like that's all, you know, you always get like 
I don't know. There were guys that I would hook up with that I was like, oh, you want, you like me because I'm being a little slutty, but you don't want to date me. You want to date a a good girl. Mm -hmm. Like, and that always made me feel sad because I'd be like, I'm not that slutty. That's where you, uh, where you push the buckle hat up against the barn. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Don't call it the buckle hat. That's so that's so degrading. The buckle. I'm more than just my buckle hat. They'd be wearing a bonnet. They'd be wearing a bonnet. Could you detach your head in the buckle hat? I think it'd be really cool to see your detached head talking to me in the buckle. Mm -hmm. Do you want to fuck my tits? They're over there. (laughs) That is exactly what they'd be into. They're over there. Oh my god. Oh Jesus. Oh, wow. Go find my tits. <laughs> Warmer. Warmer. Colder, colder, colder. Warmer. Go find my And it's like, I got your nose. Like, <laughs> uh. <laughs> Maybe that's a control thing. I don't know. That is a weird one. It's weird. I've never, and then it has a name, Natural Body Magic. Oh, yeah. Super weird, that one. Natural Well, Rule 34. Now i got to go look it up on the internet. Yeah, definitely. Um, but uh, I'm so glad you guys were here. And, and I yeah. love that... It, I love the turn the conversation took. I hope you don't no. mind. We really lo- that we're oh just God, waiting. That's all we, that's talk, all about. we talk about. So we're so happy <laughs> to have gotten into it. Yeah. Well, then, then in between, then you have to like write scripts and stuff. But yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly, yeah. totally. But we we do like getting into the sexual talk. Mm-hmm. I'm glad we went there. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah. So, what do you want to p- p- plug? A, a date or a place or a. Yeah, well, we don't know when this is going up, but you should definitely check out Nikki and Sarah Live on Tuesdays at 11.30. I don't know. It's either 11 or 11.30. It's our last two shows this season coming up, and the last one is at 11.30 on October 29th. Is it a special hour and a half catfish? No, no. (laughs) We'll make sure we put it up before that. We'll put it up before Mm. that. Yeah. Oh, great. And um, if you're in New York, uh, Nikki and I have a show in the New York Comedy Festival at the Gramercy on November 8th. Yes. Good I like good the venue. It's great. Yeah. It's, a per- it's a perfect venue for comedy. Really. Oh, and it's right next to that Dunkin' Donuts. It's yeah. a- that's good yeah. to know. I was yeah. going to say because it's like it's it feels big, but it's not too big. But it's, it's yeah, still like, it feels like a right. theater. But it's also literally. I understand. Right next to Dunkin' Donuts. Okay, good to know. I know. <laughs> and for me, it's next to a Starbucks, so that's that's what I yes, appreciate that's about. what. I mean. um, excellent. Thank you guys awesome. for being here. Yeah, thanks, thanks for so having us. Oh, and Twitter. People want to follow you on Twitter. And Nikki Glazer. Nikki Glazer, and I'm Sarah Schaefer. One. Who is fucking? Who is? I, you know what? Zero? It's embarrassing because Sarah Schaefer was available when I joined Twitter, but <laughs> because my AOL, I joined it very early. When uh, my instant messenger name was Sarah Schaefer one, so I just stuck with that because I didn't think Twitter was going to be anything. Oh, that's amazing! <laughs> so I missed out on getting my own Damn straight it. up name. Yeah, well. And you're Nikki. Glazer. I'm verified though. So. Nikki Glazer <laughs> with an S. Yes, Glazer. with an S. Yeah. Yes. All right. Cool. Enjoy your burrito, everybody. (laughs) Axe body spray. (laughs) Beef and cheese, Axe body spray. Yeah, beef and cheese. Now leaving Nerdist.com. Enjoy your burrito. This episode of the Nerdist Podcast is brought to you by Squarespace, the all-in-one platform that makes it fast and easy to create your own professional website or online portfolio. For a free trial and 10% off, go to squarespace.com, use the offer code NERDIST10. Murder on My Mind, a new podcast available exclusively on Wondery Plus, explores the circumstances leading up to the murder of two young men and the mistrials of the man accused of killing them. 
up-and-coming rapper YNW Melly gained notoriety in the hip-hop world for his shocking lyrics and criminal exploits. When two of his best friends were gunned down in a drive-by shooting, investigators suspected the young rapper staged the scene. But after not one, but two trials that ended in hung juries and new evidence that may place YNW Melly at the scene of the crime, his trial has been paused indefinitely. With countless twists and turns, Law and Crime covers all angles of the case and begs the question, is this young artist the victim of a witch hunt or a silver-tongued devil who's evil to the core? Listen to Murder on My Mind exclusively and ad-free on Wondery Plus. Join Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts.